Hey, Tidbitters, welcome. I have for you what I think of as kind of a mind game. Do you like to play mind games? I kind of enjoy them. At any rate, this particular mind game is to see if you can figure out what the point is. It's a kind of a fable type of thing. You know, it has a moral. There is something to be learned. There is a point to the whole thing. And that point is somewhat disguised. What I'm going to share with you are three examples of the same point. I'd like to encourage you to listen, to think about it, and as you listen to the specific point being made in each excerpt, consider what they all have in common, what the message is for all of us. Okay, here we go with excerpt number one. Once upon a time, there was a wannabe podcaster. It doesn't matter whether you insert he or she or perhaps even me. Wannabe was as far as it had gotten so far. Every day our wannabe podcaster connected the microphone to the mixer and plugged that into the computer, with the recording software ready to capture wise words and clever banter. But the wise words and clever banter never merged. Our wannabe podcaster was stuck, waiting on an inspiration that stubbornly refused to inspire. One day, an inspiration of sorts was unexpectedly just there, astonishing our wannabe podcaster. The mute switch on the microphone accidentally or perhaps magically shifted from mute to record. The microphone started serving its intended purpose. The mixer joined into the signal chain. The computer started computing. And the recording software started recording. This all happened when our wannabe podcaster was just getting into what had become a daily rant about how hard it was to podcast and how much easier it would be to just quit trying. Because of that fortunate bit of serendipity, our wannabe podcaster had an actual recording. No, it did not raise to the level of wise words or clever banter, but it was way more than nothing, way more than all that daily effort had produced so far. Just maybe it was a start down that podcasting road. Because of that, Wannabe figured it was time to move on past the wannabe status and jump into being an actual podcaster. It wasn't a grand opening or anything close to the splash our wannabe podcaster had fantasized. Even so, it wasn't nothing. Our hopeful podcaster posted the accidental recording on Facebook where it got 71 likes within 3 hours of being posted. Okay, a Facebook post is not a podcast, but our happy Facebook poster now knew that at least 71 people actually liked his recording. Could for real podcasting be all that far away? Sure, there were more actual recordings, more posts on Facebook and more likes. Until finally our newbie podcaster figured out what was needed to move those Facebook posts over to a real podcast channel, with a growing group of subscribers and enthusiastic fans. You may run across the podcast one day when you are just searching for something interesting enough to keep your attention for a while. Don't be surprised that there aren't many wise words or much clever banter. That's just not what our more experienced podcaster is aiming for.
You will always get straight talk and useful tips from a podcaster who always keeps it real. Now you know, so there you go. There you go. That's excerpt number one and the first iteration of the point. What do you think? Do you get it? I'll bet you do. Here's excerpt number two. According to KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, they believe actions speak louder than tweets. I don't know the context for their mentioning this, but I definitely agree. How about you? I will leave you to your own speculation about who or what comes to mind when the subject of tweets comes up. I only caution you to avoid equating tweeting with doing, tweeting with thoughtful discourse, tweeting with reality. Although tweets and tweeting are fairly recent innovations, the idea of communicating through compact pronouncements is not. Let's try a few examples that would have worked quite well as tweets, had the option been available at the time. I have picked out examples that may have best been directed to today's most prolific tweeters. May I suggest that you focus on a specific tweeter, if one comes to mind. That will help when considering the fit between tweets and action, as KLM suggested. Hashtag John Locke. I have always thought the actions of men the best interpreters of their thoughts. Hashtag Benjamin Franklin. Well done is better than well said. Hashtag Alfred Adler. Trust only movement. Life happens at the level of events, not of words. Trust and movement. Hashtag Henry J. Kaiser. If your work speaks for itself, don't interrupt. Hashtag Andrew Carnegie. As I grow older I pay less attention to what men say. I just watch what they do. Hashtag Lewis Cass. People may doubt what you say, but they will believe what you do. And of course, a good tweet session would hardly be complete without some old wisdom that comes from hashtag me. When all is said and done, don't turn out to be the one for whom much is said but little is done, for if your action can't speak for itself, more tweets won't do much to make your case. Now you know, so there you go. Same song, second verse. Same point, different context. Here we go with excerpt number three. Consider this from Catherine Butler Hathaway. If you let fear of consequence prevent you from following your deepest instinct, then your life will be safe, expedient and thin. The implication here is that fear of consequence is pretty normal, so having some, or maybe even a lot, isn't that much of a big deal. The big deal is having a life that is safe, expedient, and thin. What the problem with this actually is remains hidden, so you are simply expected to intuit it, it seems. The rub is that you have little faith in your abilities and less faith in your basic grasp or understanding of situations or circumstances. Since you don't believe that you can trust your judgment or instinct, you don't take a chance on yourself. You likewise don't have much faith in your ability to anticipate or predict the behavior of other people. Your belief is that you cannot predict if a specific action of yours will lead to good or bad outcomes. Usually, you think the likely outcome of following your judgment will be bad. You don't trust yourself and feel that any errors or mistakes you might make will likely be just another example of your screwing up. Given that reality, a life that is safe, expedient, and then sounds like a reasonable alternative. There is a potential glitch in going with the safe alternative though. Brooke Foss Westcott described it this way, silently and imperceptibly, as we wake or sleep, 
we grow strong or we grow weak, and at last some crisis shows us what we have become, fortunately, Eleanor Roosevelt suggested another alternative that you may want to consider. I believe that anyone can conquer fear by doing the things he fears to do, provided he keeps doing them until he gets a record of successful experiences behind him. Sure, conquering fear sounds good in theory, but it's certainly easier said than done. As you weigh your choices, Glenn Turner's point deserves your attention, worrying is like a rocking chair, it gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere, Ruth Gordon also joined the fear fighters, courage is like a muscle, it is strengthened by use, and as you might have expected, the famous anonymous added a tidbit as well, the mighty oak was once a little nut that stood its ground. Since the fear versus safe debate can't be resolved here, another thought or two will be enough for now. Haddon W. Robinson said, what worries you, masters you, and Roger Babson said, if things go wrong, don't go with them, there you go. Do what you need to do, when you need to do it, and while you're at it, adopt the Charlie Brown philosophy for fear management, I've developed a new philosophy. I only dread one day at a time. Now you know, so there you go. There you go. Same point, three examples. I think the notion is, suck it up and move on. I'm going to conclude with a tune from Kevin MacLeod, just to kind of soothe us out, move us on, get us headed on down the road to the rest of our day as we suck it up and move on. Be well, do well, and be nice to someone.
Music by Kevin McLeod.